Hello and welcome back to season two of the In Between podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to uh, remind you not to forget to subscribe. Got to subscribe, like, or hit the bell or comment. You know, absolutely anything. Anything you have to say, we'd like to know. Um, we have a really cool guest today. Super I'm really cool. excited. I mean, came from another <laughs> continent to be here. <laughs> okay, so Gloria is here with us today. Uh, she's one of my friends from high school um, that I met when we were getting our schedules before school say, started. It, back that up just a little bit because how did you guys actually meet? Um, I was standing in line uh, to get schedule. my schedule, right? Because that's the last thing you have to do when you go through this whole like signing up for school process thing. And so I had my ID and I was telling my friends, I was like, Hey guys, look, I don't look like I'm about to be shot in this photo. (laughs) And then Gloria behind me said, oh, you have a really nice photo. And I was like, oh, thank you. I like yours too. And we started talking and then I told my friends, I was like, I met the coolest person. And you. (laughs) Yeah. And I also showed my picture because I really liked it. And we were like exchanging our pictures that day. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um. We invited her to walk around the school and find all of our classes together. Oh, yeah. That was because when they gave me a schedule, I was like, what is this? Like, it took so hard and so hard to understand that I, ex- I asked their help to like get me understand what is this. And they showed me. They told me about all the teachers, all the classes. <laughs> and like everything they knew, it was really sweet. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, I've, yeah, she sits with us at lunch all the time. So, so it's fun. Daphne then came, uh, got in the car with me, and she was like, I met the coolest girl. Like, you know, and she's telling me all about you. And and, uh, and and I started asking her questions. She's like, well, I didn't ask her that. I don't know. So, any, I, Well, it's, it's kind of weird to ask such personal questions you were asking about, like on the first <laughs> meeting. I was like, yeah. no, I did not ask her that, Dad. <laughs> no, I didn't ask her where she came from or any of those sorts of things. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I, I asked too many questions a lot, but. Yeah. Uh, the same happened with my mom. She's like, why didn't you make a picture with those girls? Why didn't you ask him those those, those questions? And I'm like, it was our first met, mom. We should be like patient. <laughs> yeah. So it was the same in the both parts. <laughs> Generational differences. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, Daphne actually sent me, and it's, it, it's obviously something intentional that you did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you don't even know what I'm about to say, but you... Uh, you said you complimented her on her photo. Yeah, I did. Okay. And that was on purpose, right? Um, kind of. So why, why did you do that? I'm totally leading you on this. <laughs> yeah, I know. So like, I guess a week ago, um, in our group chat with other girls from the lunch. Yeah. Uh, so she told me about this. That's why I'm yeah, asking. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, so one girl asked us like advices to get, to have friends for her cousin because her cousin was going to new school or something like that. So I wrote a list of my advices and one of them was like make compliments to people because people like this. And it was so funny because at that minute all the girls understood how I got friends with them because like <laughs> that's what it is. I asked them for help. What is people like people like to help they like to feel useful or good so i ask them for help i make them compliments and like now we spend time together and we're really good friends so yeah (laughs) maybe it was on purpose so where did you learn this um to be honest (laughs) 
the day before I was watching videos in TikToks how to make friends. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I did. And like most of people were doing this. And it's not that I didn't have friends before this. Like uh in my home country I had a lot of friends. It just when you like need it and when you're doing it at purpose, it's so much harder when you like you just spend some time with friends in some situation and then you get friends, you know. So I needed this advice and I found it in TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I so I Daphne actually told me, you know, that you you'd sent this out and she started reading it and I was like <laughs> I said you have to copy that and send me that. That's great. I mean, this is great advice oh, coming from you. a 16-year-old kid. Thank you. I was like I got to write it on my mirror to remember how to be nice to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I um I thought it was great great clues onto a really great insight on uh, that people love to be complimented. Is this right? true? Right? And like, it was from my heart. I really liked her right. picture. You know, it's not that like, now I need to make a compliment. You didn't go, <laughs> oh, that's a really ugly girl. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to compliment her. So she feels good about herself. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so now you just said home country. Yeah. Obviously you have a slight accent. Yeah, I do. I know. <laughs> uh, and uh, wh- where where is home country? My home country is Ukraine. It's the biggest country in Europe, and that's where I'm from, where I spent 16 years of my life. Wow. Yes. And how long have you been here in the States? Here I've been for two months. I moved here at the end of July. Two months? Yeah. Wow. Um, so Ukraine, I, I mean, when, when Daphne told me that she had a Ukrainian friend, I was like, Got really excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I have not gotten to travel to that part of the world. I've been in Europe in several different places, cool. but um, but not not there. But I always find European countries fascinating. The people very hospitable, and uh, the food is usually amazing. I agree. Yeah. So, um, man, I got lots of questions when it comes to all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Tell like tell us about your home country. What is it like? Okay. So, as I said, Ukraine is the biggest country in Europe. And it's fine that sometimes people like think that it's like small and, you know, not important part of Europe. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously it's been in the news quite a bit lately. Yeah, but like before it, usually when you were saying like, I'm from Ukraine and people were like, what is this country in Europe? <laughs> in, in what part of Europe? Eastern Europe. So it's Russia? No. <laughs> and it's like, from one part, it's cool that people now know about Ukraine and about how cool it is. But from other, I was really happy to know it, not with these circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I'm from the central Ukraine. My city is called Potava. It's, um, um, if we would think in, in the American type of system, you have states and you have like capital of the state, right? Sure. So Potava is the capital of state. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty big city by Ukrainian like so is it all of Ukraine in broken up into states um, or no we have like, Re- regions I don't know yeah kind of regions districts like okay. areas something like that <laughs> yeah um, so it's not as I don't know independent as the US so independent I, I know that in US states ha- might have different laws so we don't have this type of system but we still have like our territory separated by regions you know sure and would it be some somewhat cultural difference maybe even to those regions? Like um, here, yeah. you, you know, the Midwest or the South is very different than the West or, or the um, Northeast. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But like Ukraine is not as big as US, so difference is not 
as big, yeah. but it's still like um, some traditions different through the regions. Um, for example, in the south of Ukraine, we have um, region called Crimea, and it even has their own nation. Sure. Crimean Tatars. So, yeah, it's different through the regions. So, Crimea is another one that obviously is like uh, everybody hears about that in the news, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And um, my city, it's called Poltava. It, it's uh, 300,000 people. Okay. I guess. Something like that. Yeah. So, a little, it's, it's bigger than Chico. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you say like more modern style city? Like, um, um, I would not because it's. Um, a thousand and one hundred years old. Wow. Yeah. So see, we don't get that here. Yeah, I know. Like US are like two hundred fifty years old, right? Like yeah. independence. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> yeah. Like around that. So yeah, it's so much older, and uh, some people call in my city like the spiritual heart of Ukraine because there were a lot of um, writers, musicians musicians and other people who came from my city so it's like very cultural and spiritual place cool yeah yeah it's it's always interesting to me the history when it comes to europe yeah and and how basically as americans we don't really have a concept of history <laughs> yeah right yeah. i mean we'd say 250 years and you're like oh that's precious you know <laughs> you just uh because um i was in kosovo and i asked mm-hmm. our driver I said, what, can you help me understand the conflict here? So this was in, this was pre 9-11 here in okay. the States. Um, and I think maybe 2001, 2002, something like that. Anyway. 2001 was 9-11. Oh, so it was, it was, uh, yeah. So it was before 2001. <laughs> yeah, I was like, 99, maybe nice. 2000 Father. was about when it was. Okay. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, <laughs> but I asked the guy, I said, you know, what, tell me what's the reason behind this conflict conflict. And he said, well, let me take you back to Alexander the great. <laughs> and I went, what? Like, <laughs> you know, yes. let it go people. I, if we got to go back to Alexander the great, yes. you know, we, we shouldn't be fighting about this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, the same is in about Russian invasion in Ukraine. It's like thousand years back. Really? Yes. So it's, can you give us, uh, as as Americans, a, a brief snapshot of the history there that helps us better understand what in the world is going on? Because, you know, everything's politicized here to the point that mm-hmm. we don't know the real reality. Yeah, sure. So, first of all... And obviously, this is a 16-year-old perspective, but it's a pretty awesome one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, today, I'm going to tell about a lot of things that you like usual people in USA think that it's like a fact, but actually it was really good and like deep Russian propaganda. So it's not true. For example, uh, Russia likes to say that we are their like little brother. And it's not true because Kyiv... It is true or it is not true? It's not true. Okay. Because Kyiv and Russia, Kyiv and Ukraine happened, um, like it was existed so much before like Russia started to like, grow and become in a place i don't know i'm not really like sure about the dates and all the things but at 998 i think uh already 998 not 1998 no nine. okay 998 yeah, three okay. numbers <laughs> yeah yeah again americans no yeah, yeah, history. yeah. <laughs> so uh kiev uh, and like um 
yeah, the country was baptized, so we became Christians. At that time, Moscow wasn't existed. Like, it was just, like, forest. Like, there wasn't even a town. Like, nothing was there. Uh, yeah, but when it starts growing up and all the things, they have um mentality of, uh, like, imperialistic, you know? So okay. they see the world in the way that it belongs to us, and we here to to be a ruler. Uh, Essentially ruler. be the dictator yeah, yeah, of that yeah. whole area, right? Or was it? would it be like the whole world? Um, I would say the whole world, but <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, now they can't afford it. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, and like for, I don't know, maybe 400 years already, uh, Ukraine, like when Russian Empire existed, uh, Ukraine was occupied by it, uh, and such as you had slaves here uh, in Ukraine, like we have another word for this, but basically it just, like a lot of Ukrainians, they were just like slaves to Russia. They would have been Russian slaves, essentially. Yeah, they yeah. were like, it was mostly in the villages, but Ukrainian people, they were just like to serve Russia. Uh, and uh, it was impossible, like even since then, it was impossible to have a good job to work if you are Ukrainian, if you speak Ukrainian. So for 400 years, it was, I think, 134 laws that were trying to kill Ukrainian language. Like you can't um, have a books in Ukrainian, you can't speak Ukrainian, you can't share so Ukrainian these, songs. These would have been ro- laws written by the Russian yeah. So 134 laws that try yes. to get rid of the Ukrainian, yeah. or anything like, Ukrainian. Yeah, or like, for example, to make Ukrainian language more similar to Russian, uh, or to change the culture so it would be funny, silly, like, why you should be proud of your Ukrainian blood? Because like it's good to be Russian, you know? It's not good to be Ukrainian. So like for 400 years already, I'm, I'm including Russian Empire here and Soviet Union, because it's also was the occupation of Ukraine, it's like all the time it was propaganda that you should be, you want to be Russian. Like it's not cool to be Ukrainian. It's not cool to uh, wear Ukrainian national clothes, to speak Ukrainian language, and all the things. So this conflict, it's just uh, there are already thirty-two years of our independent country, uh, and how many? Thirty-two. It's nineteen ninety-one. So 1991, yeah. Ukraine actually becomes its own country. Yeah. So that's a, there's a lot of time span there between 998, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and 1991. Um, I wouldn't say that f- that from 998 we was like under Russia. Yeah. But a lot of times, like since Russia started existing, it was under their occupation. Yeah. Uh, so and since then we really tried to be our own country to separate from them. Uh, like, there were a few... Um, so, so would, uh, uh, just so I get a better picture, Yeah, would Russia have always been... I mean, Ukra- Ukraine would essentially have been its own kind of independent place. Yeah, we want, always But Russia to was always trying to yes. say, no, you're ours? Yes. Is it, is it because the culture, like... Some uh, there's shared values in the pe- in the people there, or is it just because Russia wanted to take over Eastern Europe? Mm, I would say that it's their mentality because it's not only to Ukrainians. Like it's the same with 
Middle East, such as Kazakhstan and all the other countries there, uh, with Belarusia, like they uh, they wanted people to like you should be Russian. Yeah, it just like sure. their mentality to everyone, and we wanted to be independent. We wanted to be our own country. We still want, and when they see that we like. In 2014, there was a big, um, how to say it? It's not a revolution, but our president at the time, he didn't sign um, like the law that submitted that we wanted to be more European-orientated, not Russia-orientated. Sure. And all the people in Ukraine, they were angry about this because it's not what people want. So eventually it was like... Winter through the from 2013 to 2014, uh, there were a lot of things happening, and eventually this president ran away to Russia, and uh, we were like, yeah, we want to be Europe, not Russia, and after this, Russia invaded in right in the east of Ukraine, and since then, Crimea and some parts of. Um, Luhansk and Donetsk region was occupied. So, like, war started not in 2022. It started in 2014. Really? Yes. It's so there's always been some kind of occupation, or was there, was there actually active fighting going on during that time, or just um, Russia trying to be more dominant? Mm, it was active as a, like, first, I would say, year. After this, uh, there were... Um, I would say, like, our presidents tried to find, like, a peace solution because they don't want people to die. Uh, and Russia was, um, wasn't was following these rules and they were still killing people, shooting and yeah. other things. Yeah, yeah but uh, for the, like, past last eight years, it wasn't as active as it uh, used to be. Okay. Yes. And so um, with everything that's gone on up today in the last um, two years, yes. uh, what, what is the, what is Ukrainians um, perspective on that? Is it still just get Russia out of here? Sure, we yeah. want to be independent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when they, so it wasn't necessarily that they invaded Crimea or it's Donbass, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's not necessarily that's they were are it was they were already there, is what you're saying. Did they just send in more troops? It was occupied in, in, all this time. Okay. So it was under their control, and they tried it. They tried to say that it's just people in that regions wanted to be independent from Ukraine or want to join Russia, but that's not true because there wasn't any like legal voting for this. So it was occupied, and at the 24th of February of 2022, it was full invasion. So it was from the Russia, from the already occupied territories, from the north uh, part, so it's... Belarusia, yep. it's like from the three sides, from the east, 
north and south. Yeah. Yeah. And is Crimea kind of central to that because of ports? Is that um, so? We have two seas in Ukraine: it's Azov Sea and Black Sea. Azov, uh, uh, it's that part of sea. It's that sea that, uh, from one side, controlled by Russia, and from other, it's Crimea. So, if Russia and Crimea, like, un- controlled by Russia, right? You can't really go there. Because it's like it's um, there is a little place when you go can go from the Black Sea to the Azov, and it was under Russia Russian control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but we still had a, a big part of Black Sea, and we have a city called Odessa, which is like a main port. Uh, so it's more on the west part of the sea. So we could um, export things to the Turkey, for example, and other through this. But when um, Russia fully invaded Ukraine, they started um, bomb those uh, ships that were going to Ukrainian port because they uh, don't want us to get food, sure. to sell food, and all this. So um, we still like. Odessa and that part of Ukraine is still under Ukrainian control, but uh, the city, uh, the sea, is um, like almost under their control because yeah. they can bomb it and other things. Because Crimea is like not that far away, so if you have uh, your troops in there, it's easy to control sea around. I got you. Um, so you guys moved here two months ago. So what affects, what were you experiencing there? Um, what did we? Um, what, 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 how, was, how did the war affect you? Um, so for the first, I want to say that there is no such other misery and like anything that could be compared to the war because it just like 24 to 7, you are under... Um, risk of being killed and all your friends all your family and no one's is um, like can be out of it yeah so and you're living under it all the time but um, human body is made that way that even if everything is like really really bad it's adapt so uh, even though of all the things like you can still uh, can see like a pictures of uh, Ukrainians going to each other's weddings or making jokes, singing yeah. and other things. But it doesn't mean that we don't care about the war or we adapt. It just, um, we try, like we have a really fun phrase. Uh, like you have a phrase, uh, work-life balance, right? Yes. In Ukraine, we made a phrase war-life balance because you balance between your life, like, you know, go to work, get your children from school, pay taxes and all these things, and you car- you have curfew, so at night you should be at home. Uh, you have a siren, which means that now it's a missile attack at your city. Uh, you And during this you can't work, you can study because you should be in the shelter. Uh, you check the news all the time, you're making sure that you're... Um, family and your friends alive. So it might, like, sometimes I see news when um, 
people from America start like, maybe Ukrainian doesn't need our weapons. Like they're looking good, they're so great, they speak, they go to the restaurants. But it's not that way. Like, of course, we live because it's impossible for any human to like I don't know be in the shelter for two years. You know, yeah. and you still need to make money to. Uh, feed your family and to pay taxes for your country to still be alive. Sure. So, like, there is a war there. And even though my region is one of the safest in the country, like, sometimes you're just sitting and when you analyze how much the war affects you mentally and physically, it just yeah. is horrible. Like, everything is so much more expensive now because... South regions are under missile attacks all the time or under occupation, occupation, and it's the main um, agriculture region. So like everything is so much more expensive. Yeah, and like a lot of people lose their homes, jobs, families, uh, part of bodies. So it's just it's horrible. But we still we live. Yeah. yeah. So uh, essentially. And I, I, I really appreciate that. I think that people do need to understand that, um, even though there is all of the horrors of war that are going yeah. on, the reality is is that life does still go on, yeah. right? And 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 there's almost this sense of that, I, and I've seen with with some interviews that there's almost this sense is like, like we owe it to the people who are fighting for the freedom here yeah. to live life yeah. and to keep things moving forward. Um, Josh and Ollie, um, they do a, a YouTube channel that we love. And um, and they actually had a Ukrainian uh, animation studio cool. doing work for them. And uh, didn't they do voice? I think it was voice matching, if I remember right. So they <laughs> animated uh, uh, a book and then they, they did voice. They took Josh's voice yeah. and... and uh, digitally created this guy's voice. He did not do the speaking, wow. but they digitally created. And and the guy guy that in the interview said he goes, "Yes, wars going on all around us, but you know the reality is is we need to pay taxes. Yes. We need to we need to go to work. We need to do these things because this is what keeps our country moving forward." Yes. And so I, I I thought that was a great perspective and, and really great perspective that you bring too there. Thank you. Um. So um. Obviously, war has been a part of your. How how long is there? There's there's been some some kind of of uh, uh, disagreement or uh, struggle going on there for much of your life. Then yeah, uh, I was seven in 2014. Okay, and so um, did you? Did, have you always felt that then? As a or when you were younger, was it like oh, that's another part of the world? Um, mm. even though it's my country or was that, was it, was it personal to your family? Um, I was seven, so I couldn't think the way I think now. Sure. Uh, and I didn't understand a lot of things back then. Um, but I remember that like in our school at art classes, we were making cards for the fighters. Uh, in our church, we were making camouflage nets. So, even though it was like not close physically, yeah, uh, everyone was still. It's always been a part of your life. Yes, then. yes. So, does it become normal in some ways? 
some of my yeah, like some of my friends, they are they moved from the territories in 2013. So yeah, it's not Im- it's impossible to like stay like not attached to this because like now like never before all the country and people there um like work in like one body you know so it's impossible to like oh yeah it's sad that they're going through this but it not affect my life it affects your life like even like prices it's shop grows because of the war so it's not yeah. it's impossible to stay away from this Wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> that's that's really, I feel like how that I, I have to just pause this right here is because when we went to have a conversation with Gloria and ask her questions about her home country, to hear some of what we've already heard here today just is, uh, for me, it really helps put things in perspective. I, I don't want to say unbelievable because, you know, I... I do understand that stuff like this is going on in the world, but you know, to really hear her talk about it and live it and, and all of that, just wow. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've looked at you throughout this thing two or three times and seen the look on your face, like your eyes, like what? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, I just, I have no experience with anything that she's talking about. So I, it's stuff that I read about in my books when I was in middle school, like that just didn't, Stuff right. like that just doesn't happen here. And and essentially, she's lived it since the since she was born. I yeah. mean, she said seven years old was the... 2014. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we are taking a pause right here, right now, because uh, this recording that we did with Gloria was uh, over an hour long. And you'll get the second half of it in the next episode. But we really just wanted to pause because she does give so much here that... I don't want you to lose it all. Yeah. Is there anything in this particular episode that really struck you as we were going through all it? of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a lot of information to process because she knows so much history. Like obviously you, the Ukraine, Ukraine has been around a lot longer than America has. Sure. So she knows this much history that she can, actually explain to us and i'm over here like i can't even explain the 300 years of u.s history that we've had like sure sure. that's pretty insane and and really being that english is not her first language she's doing pretty well she's so articulate yeah and so well spoken yeah um informing her thoughts and ideas and it really surprises me like i I didn't (laughs) expect her to do that well the the other part of that is i'm like man you know, if she's after she's been in the States for six months, she's going to have mastered the English language, right? Yeah. And will really be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, it already, <laughs> already is. So the other thing that, that I was really kind of struck by was here's the 16-year-old girl who has traveled all over the world, mm-hmm. really. And, been to uh, countries by herself. Yeah, she's she actually <laughs> talked to us off off the recording a little bit more about that, and has traveled traveled some by herself. She's experienced you know some pretty amazing things, and I I actually thought it was interesting as I was listening to her talk that well, I thought that you were pretty experienced, well rounded, articulate kid, and like yeah, and she and, and she's about the same age, and you know yeah, 
yeah. she's the same. So it's really cool um, to have her on the podcast. And personally, I'm I'm honored. I'm 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 grateful that we got to sit down and talk to her mm-hmm. and um, have that conversation. I just think it's really interesting and really cool. So, uh, anything you want to add to that? <laughs> Still processing. <laughs> Right? I know. It was a lot. It really was a lot. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, and uh, ring the bell. And give us feedback through those comments. Yeah, if you you have comments that you would like to make about, you know, if you got questions about uh, this, we we can continue to give you more information. Um, Yeah. And uh, would be, I mean, I can't wait to have her back. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know what we're going to talk about next. But we're going to talk about something. Okay. <laughs> also, if you guys are new here, please go and check out our website, inbetweenpodcast.com. And, uh, you know, go check out some things about us. Our blogs are on there. And um, I don't really remember what else is on the <laughs> website. But you can learn more about us there. So, uh, yeah. That's all right. Uh, episode two will episode be next two. week. Yep. Uh, focuses a lot more on... Um, kind of uh, Ukraine, the country, like what it's like, what just the culture is day, like. what the culture's like, what the food is like, um, and uh, some comparisons between the U.S. and Ukraine, and really, you know, what what uh, what her experience is here. So, mm-hmm. join us back. I, I think you're going to love it. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye. <laughs>